0: He was the last one to enter into the room. In fact, he stayed out in the lobby longer on purpose. He debated on going home. He debated on being anywhere except but where he found himself at. But he felt he needed to go in. So he went, opened the door, walked past a few people, sat down in like a circle-like arrangement, and he said, Hi, I'm Tommy, and I miss my father. This is a Pock Books Update moment. Hi, I'm James Lynch, and this week I want to talk about three things. First, like in the introduction, there are people like Tommy, who has lost a loved one. It's during this time where people say a lot. Life is short. So hug them, cherish them, give them roses while you have them. Yes, life is short when compared with eternity. You know, in thinking about my own uh, relationship with my father, I think about not only what he taught me, but the way he taught me things. For example, in one-on-one conversations, he talked and told stories a lot that involved principles. Bible principles, mind you. And yet, even though very rarely he brought out scriptures in one-on-one, When people think back to some of those experiences with their parents, they will say they were actually unfolding or opening the Bible before my eyes. Then I didn't even realize it at the time. But now that you're older, you do. Then you think about other ways people have expressed themselves growing up. Uh, You hear me mentioned often writers, poets. And we see their works uh, through entertainment, through other avenues as well, because, you know, people can make their own videos and things of that nature and post them now. But I do want to go back to a time period where the popularity of the Westerns was at its peak. OK, and so there were shows such as one even called The Rifleman. Now, I want to mention uh, this show because this is going to give you an example on how two people can look at something and see totally the opposite and feel opposite from what, you know, um, is intended. And you can see from the overall principle of what's being talked about, whether it is really a good thing or not. For example... There's a show, as I said, called The Rifleman. In some climates today, just by hearing that word that deals with a weapon or arms, if you will, it gives persons really a negative connotation. And when they hear that term, what are the first thoughts that come to their mind quite possibly? Yes, that, oh, Uh, A lot of fighting, killing, and bloodshed and everything of that nature. And that's because of the name in itself. However, think about this. Was that show about uh, bank robberies and uh, gunfights and things of that nature? It had some episodes like that. However... That was not the main gist or focus of the show. Guess what the show, um, involved? It involved a father and a son, their relationship, um, the, how the father was raising the son, teaching the son good principles, good things, even reference the, uh, good book from time to time. In fact, you could see in the show, one of the things that the father actually did on a daily basis, it really was read the Bible. Isn't that something growing up in the West and having those principles? And he shared some of those principles. He even talked about uh, real life events like Job with his son at times. And so for some of us, probably many of us who grew up watching that show, we have fond memories, not because of it being called the rifleman or sometimes uh, those are uh, well moderated action scenes that didn't, you know, have any gore in it at all, really. But actually, it was a relationship between a father and a son and then how it explored or, or branched out into even the communities you see. All this left a very good feeling of nostalgia, if you will, if you still see some of the shows that come up from time to time. So the focus wasn't on a weapon or arm, but actually the man, the son, the people, the principle behind, you see uh living and not really something that was in the material way or what have you it was just one aspect of the show and it was not really focused on at least i tell you what not in the first season um and even in the second season because you know they you got to get the rating somehow that was still not something that was focused on so i just wanted to share that with you now Bringing that up or bringing it all together now. These are some of the things that we remember, you see, about our parents. If they are now gone or we have lost a loved ones. A show we may have watched with them. A conversation, you see. And the question still ends up comes uh, coming up at times is, will you be able to see them again? And all I want to do is just reference that over the years I read John chapter 11 that showed Jesus' power to resurrect the dead. Also showed Jesus' loving friend, fatherly concern, if you will, desire to raise the dead. It also shows his deep emotions where he cried during the time before he was going to raise the dead. One of the reasons was because the people were deeply saddened. So he even felt all their, their empathy, their, 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 you know, grieving in their heart. And it came upon him and this strong man, he even broke down. And cried, you see. So, with all that in mind, I'm not going to read John chapter 11 this time. You can read it as a reference of encouragement for yourself. But just think about this. You hear me say often, no matter uh how others, and this is what I mean when I say two people can get entirely different meanings. <laughs> Of different feelings about the subject, because as you know, some do not feel as positive about when the good book says all these good things are going to happen, or really believe it in that way, and yet, you know, I always come back and say, I tell you today, from everything that I know, um, from research, from studying, from the other aspects of, (laughs) you know, experiences in my life. These things are fact. These things will happen. And yes, life is short compared to eternity, very short. However, just think about this. The persons who have died, like Lazarus, see, they're not suffering. We who are missing them are the ones Who suffer maybe at certain times of the year or maybe even every day, depending on, you know, how recent it is. But all the same, those ones who have fallen asleep in death, when they are resurrected on a paradise earth, you see, or working towards it, you see, during that time period, it's going to be like they had the best sleep of their life. Now, isn't that something? The best sleep of their life, because even if it's been 10, 20 years since they've been gone or fallen asleep in doubt, when they're raised up from the dead, it's going to be like no time pass at all, except but maybe a good night's sleep. <laughs> and then as it works its way back towards people who have been gone for over 100, 200 years, A thousand years, you see, the ones that God raises up from the dead all the way to Job even, you see, it will be like, hey, no time has passed at all. You know, it's not like they're tossing and turning in their grave as expression. No, it will be they're in peace right now and God is going to raise them back up to the real life. But with all that being said and me telling you to read John chapter 11 once more and see the deep feeling that Jesus has, the power that he has, the willingness that he has. And I'm going to leave you with this thought in John chapter 11, verse 40, as a Sunday thought where he said. Did I not tell you? That if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. And that's all I'm sharing with you today for this Sunday thought. If you will believe and do the best you can with aligning your life, showing that you believe, <laughs> you will see the glory of God. You will see loved ones that have fallen asleep in death again do you believe this this was a pop books update moment you have a wonderful wonderful day you have just listened to the perceptive readers podcast